Hello friends, so we are back in the book, What the New Testament Authors Really Cared About, looking into part two of the Gospel of John. This first section is called The Expected Messiah. Though God had promised Israel an eternal land inheritance and eternal throne, that's in Genesis 17, verse 8, and 2 Samuel 7, verse 13. The Jewish people in Jesus' day had lived under foreign oppression for most of the previous 600 years. This fact, along with numerous Old Testament messianic prophecies, awakened in them a desperate longing for a Messiah to come and free them from Roman oppression. One of John's main goals was to convince everyone to believe that Jesus is the Christ. That's from John chapter 20 verse 31. Christ was the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew term Messiah. That is to say, both Christ and Messiah mean exactly the same thing, anointed one. There were many anointed ones in the Old Testament, priests, kings, prophets, even the pagan king Cyrus. As the expectation of a coming Messiah grew, however, people began to think less of anointed ones and more of an anointed one. Jewish expectations for the Messiah were quite varied. Some expected a priest like Aaron, and others a prophet like Moses. That's from Deuteronomy 18, verse 18. But the majority expected a warrior king like King David, who had freed Israel from foreign oppression through military might. We see these expectations in John. Jesus was called the prophet by the Samaritan woman, that's in John chapter 4, verse 19, and by the Jewish crowds after feeding the 5,000. That's in John chapter 6, verse 14, John chapter 7, verse 40, and John chapter 9, verse 17. John clearly showed, however, that most Jewish people expected the Messiah to be a warrior king. Nathaniel declared, You are the king of Israel. That's in John chapter 1, verse 49. After the feeding of the 5,000, the crowds wanted to make Jesus king by force. That's in John chapter 6, verse 15. As Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey, John chapter 12, verse 13, the crowds hailed him as king, probably with the expectation that he would start a messianic revolution against Rome. When he failed to do this, many in the crowd who shortly before shouted, Blessed is the King of Israel, concluded that Jesus was not the Messiah and shouted, Crucify him. In the trial of Jesus, the title King appears 11 times. Pilate, against the wishes of the chief priests, hung a sign above Jesus' head on the cross. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. That's from John chapter 19, verse 19. This next section is called The Expected Messiah Was Divine. While John made it clear that Jesus was the Messiah who met and exceeded all Jewish expectations, he did not stop there. He showed that Jesus was more than Messiah. He was also God. The first chapter of the Gospel gave a glimpse of this. The Word was God, referenced in John chapter 1 verse 1, who became flesh. John chapter 1 verse 14. Jesus was the pre-existent divine son. From John chapter 1 verse 1, John 8 verse 58, John 17 verse 5. Who made his dwelling among us. 
As God, Jesus was uniquely qualified to perform God-like actions, such as proclaiming judgment, John chapter 5, verse 22, and verse 27 through 29, giving life, John chapter 5, verse 21, and John chapter 6, verse 40, and working on the Sabbath day, John chapter 5, verse 9 through 18. Jesus' deity was also seen in two different titles used of Jesus. The title Son of God could be used in the Old Testament to speak of angels, Israel, or the king. In John, however, it meant more than just a faithful follower of God. Jesus was the one and only who came from the Father, from John chapter 1 verse 14, and the one and only God, John chapter 1 verse 18. The connection of the one and only phrase with the title Son in John 3.16 shows that the title Son of God in John implies ontological deity, Jesus is God. John used a second title, I am, more frequently than did the authors of the Synoptic Gospels. This title was used of God in the Old Testament, Exodus 3.14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. John sometimes used it with a predicate, I am the bread of life. Referencing John chapter 6, verse 35, 41, 48, and 51. The light of the world, John chapter 8, verse 12, and John chapter 9, verse 5. The gate for the sheep, John chapter 10, verse 7 and 9. The good shepherd, John chapter 10, verse 11 and 14. The resurrection and the life, John chapter 11, verse 25. The way and the truth and the life, John chapter 14, verse 6. And the true vine, John chapter 15, verse 1 and 5. At other times, however, he used the title without a predicate to indicate that Jesus was the divine I am. This is John chapter 8, verse 24. 28 and 58 and then John chapter 13 verse 19 by using I am with reference to Jesus John showed that Jesus was God Thomas got it right when he exclaimed my Lord and my God from John chapter 20 verse 28 this next section is called John used signs to show who Jesus was John also related numerous signs which were significant acts or miracles to authenticate Jesus' identity and mission. John chapter 20, verse 30 and 31. These signs force the onlooker to decide either for or against Jesus. Although sign-based faith was insufficient, John chapter 2, verse 23 and 24, it was a step toward true belief. John used the term signs for only four of Jesus' actions, the changing of the water to wine, the healing of the royal official's son, the feeding of the 5,000, and the raising of Lazarus from the dead. From John chapter 2, verse 1 through 11, John chapter 4, verse 46 through 54, John chapter 6, verse 1 through 14, John chapter 11, verse 38 through 44, and John chapter 12, verse 18. Many scholars, though, also include the healing of the invalid, John chapter 5, verse 1 through 9, Jesus walking on water, John chapter 6, verse 16 through 21, and the giving of sight to the blind man, John chapter 9, verse 1 through 7, in order to bring the total number of signs 
to the 7, a number that indicates perfection or wholeness. John also noted that Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which were not recorded in this book. That's from John chapter 20, verse 30. This next paragraph is called, John, in his gospel, made clear that Jesus fulfilled the old and brought the new. Jesus brought the expected messianic abundance in fulfillment of the Old Testament. In contrast to the synoptics, John did not cite many Old Testament verses verbatim. He did, however, show that Jesus fulfilled many of the metaphors and expectations of the Old Testament, a number of which were unique to John's gospel. Number one, Jesus was the new temple in fulfillment of the physical temple in Jerusalem. John chapter 2, verse 19 through 22. Number two, Jesus was the one who would be lifted up like the bronze snake that Moses had lifted up. John chapter 3, verse 14 through 15. And Numbers chapter 21, verse 9. Number three, Jesus was the one and only son. John chapter 3, verse 16. In fulfillment of Israel who was God's one and only son. Hosea 11 verse 1, and it also quotes Ezra 6.58, but I looked this up um, and I could only find it in 2nd Estras 6.58, which I couldn't find in my Bible, but it was in the King James Version. And this says, but we are your people, your firstborn, your one and only. Number four, Jesus healed the lame man in fulfillment of Old Testament expectations that the lame would leap like a deer when the kingdom came. From John chapter 5 verse 1 through 9 and Isaiah 35 verse 6. Number five, after Jesus miraculously fed 5,000 men plus women and children, they asked him to show them a miraculous sign by providing manna. The Jews expected that as the first redeemer caused manna to descend, so the last redeemer will cause manna to descend. This comes from Midrash Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9. In other words, what they were really saying was, Prove that you are the Messiah, show me the manna. If Jesus provided manna, just as Moses had done, they would see that as a sign that the last redeemer had come and it would be proof that Jesus was the Messiah. Jesus focused their attention on himself. I am the bread of life. John chapter 6 verse 1 through 51. Number 6, Jesus gave sight to the blind man in fulfillment of Old Testament expectations that the blind would see when the kingdom came. John chapter 9 verse 1 through 7, and Isaiah chapter 35 verse 5. Number 7, Jesus was the good shepherd in contrast to the bad shepherds who led Israel. John chapter 10 verse 11 and Ezekiel chapter 34. Number 8, Jesus was the true vine. John chapter 15 verse 1, in fulfillment of Israel. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 7, the vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the house of Israel. And that's also from Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 21. This next paragraph is called Fulfiller of the Feast of Tabernacles. John also took pains to point out that Jesus fulfilled various Jewish feasts. In the morning during the Feast of Tabernacles, a feast to give thanks to God for a good harvest and for his benefits in the desert during the exodus from Egypt. 
the priests would draw water from the well of Siloam and offer it on the temple's altar as the daily offering to God. This offering also served as a symbolic prayer for rains that would bring abundant crops in the next harvest season. In this context, Jesus said, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. John chapter 7 verse 37 The background of Ezekiel chapter 47 verse 1 through 12 shows us that just as physical water would flow out of a physical temple and bring fruit and life, in the same way, fruit, John chapter 15 verse 4, and life, John chapter 4 verse 14, would flow out of those who follow Jesus, who are the new temple of God. During the evenings of the Feast of Tabernacles, the priests would light golden lamps in the temple area that produced a light so intense that all of Jerusalem was illuminated. Into this context, Jesus announced, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John chapter 8 verse 12. In this festival, Jesus was fulfilling the religious symbols of Judaism. This next section is called Fulfiller of the Feast of Dedication. Jesus also fulfilled the Feast of Dedication, or Hanukkah. This feast was a celebration of both the Jewish victory over the pagan Seleucid ruler Antiochus Epiphanes IV under the Maccabean family and the rededication of the temple. In Jesus' day, it also looked forward to the hope of deliverance from the Romans. In John 10, verse 24, the Jews, in John the term Jews usually referred to the unbelieving Jewish leadership, encircled Jesus to learn whether or not he was the Messiah. The Jews hoped that Jesus would be the messianic deliverer to conquer the Romans. Jesus was the Messiah, but not a conquering messianic king. Jesus' response to these Jewish leaders was that he had shown that he was the Messiah through his miracles and that his sheep knew him, John chapter 10, verse 25 through 27. When the Jews tried to kill Jesus, he went to the other side of the Jordan, where many believed in him, John chapter 10, verse 40 through 42. It is ironic that it is on the other side of the Jordan that Jesus had success, while in the center of Judaism, in the temple, he was rejected. This next section is called Fulfiller of the Feast of Passover. John emphasized the Passover more than any other gospel. He uniquely recorded that Jesus' death happened at precisely the same time as the Passover lambs were being slain. John chapter 19 verse 14 Just like the Passover lamb, not a single bone of Jesus was broken in his sacrifice for the sins of the world. John chapter 19 verse 33 Exodus chapter 12 verse 46. John is the only gospel to mention that Jesus received a drink from a stalk of hyssop which was used in Passover to put the blood around the doorframe. John chapter 19 verse 29 and Exodus chapter 12 verse 22. Jesus' blood, not a lamb's, now provides forgiveness for God's people. Okay guys, that's where I am stopping today. We still have Five more pages which will turn into two different sections of seven paragraphs each uh, and I apologize in advance because I know that I'm pronouncing some of these words wrong uh, 
So, if you have any hints on how to help me <laughs> pronounce these words correctly, just, you know, email me or just leave a comment and hopefully I will get it and correct these things. I hope you guys are enjoying this as much as I am. I'm really learning a lot from this. I hope everyone has a great day and I will talk to you guys later. Till next time.